Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dark Asylum podcast, your only source for nude nerd news, nude news, uh, video games, comic books, everything you could possibly want. I'm Zach. That's Darkness. That's Big Vicious. I want to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to go right into well, it. No, I was, I was actually um, talking to somebody about this, so I want to hear what you have to say, Zach. I... Like, as somebody who's just, like, a huge mark for fucking, first of all, Assassin's Creed. Uh, second of all, anything with uh, uh, Norse mythology, just just being Norse in general, I adore it. I, I figured you would. Um, there's, yes. some, there's some, like, little weird bugs that I've ran into, but nothing to, like stem how much fun i'm having with it but this is where this is where the argument comes in it it's just like origins and odyssey it's just different timelines so you bragging on those two games is bullshit (laughs) yeah but hold on counterpoint uh fuck those two games (laughs) it's taken everything that origins and odyssey did and like made them interesting it's I've noticed there's a few different things on um, Valhalla here that the other two games didn't have. But, I mean, basically it was like I was able to hop right into it and start playing without even having to figure things out. And uh, I, I'm i loving it so far. It's, it's like uh, the main character is it's, he, he or she, they're way more interesting than the characters in Origins or Odyssey. And it's just more fun. Right. They've taken everything from those two games and just like fine tweaked and fine tuned everything to where it's better. I'm I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm I'm going to disagree with that. Um, Origins and uh, Odyssey are still good games. (laughs) All right. But yes, Valhalla. Like I was, I was so pissed because it was like, you look on the one screen and I had it pre-ordered at digital and it was like, you know, the ninth. So I'm like, every time I hit it, it said, Oh, I know you're excited, but it's too early. You have to wait. I'm like, fucker. And then nine <laughs> o'clock, nine o'clock on the ninth, all of a sudden it pops up on, we're watching a movie and it's all bloop, fall. And I'm like, ha ha, fucking everybody go. <laughs> it's like, I it's time to leave the living room now. I, I have to start playing. <laughs> yeah. See, I was, I wish I got it digitally, but I just had to get the physical edition because that sick ass steel bookcase. Uh, so I had to wait. I I had to work at yesterday night or last night, as some people say. I had to work last night, and uh, I picked it up before work, and then after work I was too damn tired. So I came here, played a little bit of it, got up here on here with you guys. And now I want to go back and play more of it. Right. I played nice. the first Assassin's Creed. <laughs> That's all I have to contribute to this. Sorry. I got tired of chasing feathers for fucking six hours through the first game, so I haven't picked up another one since. But I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> so I, like, yeah, I... I've been a fan of Assassin's Creed since the very first one. Uh, Brotherhood, 
Let's see. I'm trying to remember the pirate one. That one actually. Yeah. You really should play that one. Uh, Syndicate's very, very good. Oh, and a lot of people don't agree with me, but Assassin's Creed 3 is very, very good. Okay. <laughs> the uh, It's a Revolutionary War one. A lot of people don't like it, but fuck what they think. This, they want to talk about how bad it is. They can start the podcast. So what's the one? And It's the one where you actually jump through time. You're different characters throughout it. Uh, that's the whole series. <laughs> well, no, there's this one game where, or it jumps through like the timeline, but I swear you're like, um, you're bouncing around through different um, characters throughout the game. Um, are you sure, like, you're not thinking of one game, you just think about the whole series? I mean, that kind of happens. That kind of happens. That in, one uh... Soul Assassin's game where you play Enzo, that's the one I'm trying to get down. Uh, there you kind of bounce around in Syndicate. It might have been Syndicate, yes. Wait, you mean like? Hold on, hold on. They just clicked in my head. You mean Enzo Amore? <laughs> is that is that who he is? No, Enzo Amore is the annoying little guy who. Uh... Well, we got a couple of haters. Yeah, that guy. He's the annoying little man who got greased up and slid through a, a shark cage. In wrestling. Oh Jesus! I remember that now. You and then apparently, it. he he might have he might have. Well, no, he didn't. He might have raped a woman, but it got proven false. So he wrote a horrible uh, rap song yeah. where he talks about his consens- consensual penis. Oh, okay. You've never so, heard this? Uh, I'm just trying to go through all the wrestler rap songs that I can think of. Well, be a man was probably my favorite, but you know. Be a man, Hogan. Yeah. And then anything by John Cena. Uh, or uh, Do You Like Pie? I remember that one. That one was <laughs> fucking weird. I don't, it's, I don't like yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. I remember that first CD came out. It wasn't, it wasn't even like really a album. rap song. It was just... It... <laughs> yeah, but... I the wrong... All right, every time you go to talk, it, it clicks out. Are you still there? Oh, Zach's gone. All right, well. I didn't like what he had to say, so I hit delete. Anyway, I'm sure he'll be back. But So, Assassin's Creed, when you first got it, how big was the uh, the download in order to get all the, the, the day I... one bugs and shit? fixed honestly i don't know because uh when i pre-ordered it it automatically downloaded it like it was like in my like once they were allowing us to play i was able to play it was all it was just sitting there on my uh, home screen like this whole time just taunting me ah <laughs> uh, okay yeah because a lot of those, they've been doing that it's like you go to get a game and they sit there, they know that there's bugs in it, but they, they get the game pressed onto the disc and then they send it out and they have that patch sitting there waiting for day one. Mm-hmm. So I was, I mean, I've, I've heard of streamers and stuff that have been playing it and they'll go swimming and then they'll swim into this black void and then they'll disappear off the map and, you know, stuff like that. Typical stuff for games, but, well, yeah, you know, it's just, it's, 
the way that that games are released now are so weird from when they have been even five ten years ago you know yeah, because like now it's all about like make this deadline fuck it we'll fix it in post yeah i mean time crunch and all that you know all that crap but then you got cyberpunk who's like all right we're pushing back again all right it was almost time okay we're gonna push it back again who, so... who by the way i'm i'm i'm, I'm calling them out on this uh, they're like slave driving their development team like awfully and it's fucking horrible some of the shit that I've read that they're doing like 100 hour work weeks some people are sleeping at their desks just waking up and working on this fucking game and fuck you if you're sending them death threats because they pushed back a video game three weeks yeah that, that kind of on one hand it's like you want the game on the other hand, you want the game to fucking work when you get it. And you don't want it to be a piece of shit game that they just shit out no. in order to get in time for Christmas. You know, that's you the know, problem. Like, the Witcher 3 and Skyrim are were glitchy as fuck, but I still enjoy them. Yeah, and through time they identified the glitches and they, you know, they fixed it and stuff. And I, in a way, it's good that they have that availability to do that. But then... You know, they give you a half-broken... I remember Fallout 76 was terrible to, to play day one. Like, things that were just... You'd fall into a pit and just... That was it. You know, you couldn't get your game yep. back. Or some asshole would come by and just... You, and then he'd end up with everything in your inventory and his. And he'd run away. You couldn't catch him. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So, you know, they... they I understand they have deadlines. I understand it's a business and all that. But... You know, the games from, like I said, even 10 years ago didn't have this same kind of problems. It's almost like it's a built-in business model to have this huge day one pat, uh, patch that you need to get in order to make the game work. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this is how we do business now. So we'll get the game pressed and then we'll get everything else put in the patch and then we're good to go. But, you know, I'm still excited for Cyberpunk. Fuck it. I'm not going to send death threats to people because it's not going to be here before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, But yeah, I remember Naughty Dog got in some big trouble about their crunch that they had maybe six months ago or so. Because well, they're, they're like proud of it and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're flaunting it. And like you got these emaciated like vampire looking coders that are just sitting at their desk because they haven't seen the sun. <laughs> Like, yeah. have dark circles around their eyes, yeah. and they're just fucking. They, they, the, the light from the camera flash fucking caused three of them to turn into dust. Yeah. <laughs> Save us. Yeah. I'll look like fucking Gollum. But... <sighs> the fuck? <laughs> that was my impression of a uh, rock star developer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, yeah, so. Well, that's good. Valhalla was like the the biggest game that I could think of before Cyberpunk. Um, it's good that it's good so far. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Just uh, another one that came out this week that I know uh, no one else in this uh, room but me is excited about is uh, the new Yakuza came out. I'm figuring you're sitting alone by yourself in a closet. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you're breaking you're breaking the illusion. We are in a recording studio. No, I want altogether. the people listening at home to know that we are practicing social distancing and being safe. You ever 
You, you ever wonder why the older guys say kayfabe is dead? It's because people like you. <laughs> We're all in our own asylum rooms with the doors locked in our padded room. That's what I'm making everybody think. So, you know. I'm just screaming at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just be on all honesty. I mean, the two of us, are, we have our own places. Well, I've told you that I'm pretty sure that V just thinks I'm like his version of Tyler Durden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. V is that crazy guy that just screams at, well, I guess it would be us. <laughs> oh, there he is. He just sent us a picture it's in like the a, chat. Looking hey, like guys. fucking Harry Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ron Weasley all grown up. <laughs> and that fucking beard, dude. All right. <laughs> Ron Weasley had an eating disorder. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> your your closet's a lot more spacious than I expected. Uh, wow. <laughs> Hold on, we're just like kind of basking for for those because this is a uh, audio podcast. For those of you listening, V just sent us a picture of why do you have like cans of V eight in your closet? <laughs> That's for breakfast drinking. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they had down, left down in the food bank. <laughs> oh, man. I remember I was working for the government a few years back. I no longer do, so don't send me death threats. But they had the furlough, <laughs> and a bunch of people got oh, together. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so we were working for out for no pay. And uh, they had set up a room full of food donations. And you could go in and grab like two or three items or whatever you needed is what they said. So I walk into this room and it's like the fucking cast offs for everyone's pantry just sitting there. Like who the fuck wants oysters and fucking stewed prunes and it's just the most vile, disgusting canned food you could think of. And they're like, Hey guys, we're helping. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, No, why don't we get our shit back together and fucking work? Yeah, all all it is is just like the shit that like the stores can't sell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I mean, how many fucking garbanzo bean cans do you need? Thank you. By the way, thank you, V, for sending us a uh, picture of all the garbage that's in your closet. <laughs> that is a lot what? of <laughs> two liters. Why don't that you is recycle some of those fucking bottles? <laughs> well, because you, you can't tell they're full of pee. Oh, because God. It looks like fucking, uh, what the fuck was it? Howard Hughes' fucking apartment right in there. Just... It looks like the room somebody raids after, like, they find a serial killer. <laughs> it's fucking Ted Kaczynski's, uh, cabin in the woods right here. We're gonna find Big V's manifesto in there. <laughs> Jesus. Well, at least he's off the streets. That's always good. Finally, it's starting to get cold. You gotta let him inside. The park bench gets frozen over. Yeah. Oh. Hardy, har, 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 yak it up. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> so, all right. Well, it is nice for the soup this... kitchen to let you use their uh, closet, though. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we uh, just jump right into Assassin's Creed. How does everybody's week go? How was everything? Uh, fuck. 
I'm pulling a big V right here, and like we've been shorthanded at the place I work, and that's all I've been fucking doing. Yes. And counting down for the PS5 launch. Yeah, yeah, the Xbox came out, was it today or yesterday? I know plenty of people got them yesterday. Yeah, okay, so I didn't remember exactly when. And then you got the Xbox, or the uh, PlayStation coming right after it, so. Yeah. I had to, yeah, that's that's the weird thing. You're not going to be able to buy it, but what I have to do is the uh, Best Buy, I go, I got it pre-ordered at, I have to call them, tell them what time I'm going to show up, and then I have to show up at that time, and then they will give me the thing that I bought. Yeah, jeez. There's so much, like, with the Xbox, they had so many problems. With the PlayStation pre-order stuff, they're going to have so many problems. It just, they oversold, they, you know, they oh, don't yeah. have stock in, they don't, yeah, it's just, they they started charging people's accounts on Amazon, and it was for like $3,000. <laughs> like, Holy shit, people, I know about that. Can you imagine, just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, you're getting um, calls from no. your bank that you're overdrawn. Yeah. By $3,000? Yeah. It's yeah, fuck that. crazy. But... I'd be killing some fools. Yeah. yeah. I don't have fucking $3,000. <laughs> oh, man. But... $2,999. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh... oh, go ahead. Oh, just uh, doing the work thing. It's uh, The weather's been getting crazy and cold, and it's uh, allows the uh, cockroaches to... Uh, Try to find a warm place to uh, to steal. <laughs> hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. We're gonna vaguely talk about that now. We can't talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you but, get in trouble. Remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, right now. I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, fuck. I was just looking, like literally looking. There's not a single movie theater in mine in your area of darkness that is open you have to go out to like zach's little fucking hillbilly joint down there and to even find a movie theater or like way off into like the deeper parts of oregon you know yeah yeah it's so weird that like the bigger cities and stuff still won't do it but you can find some maybe ma and pa kind of theater that's you know not under a big corporate banner you can still catch movies yeah when i went to denver they're open like you can go to movies, you can go, you know, I drove by the, uh, that Rancho, no, not Rancho, was it, the, fuck, I forget, the the one where the shooting was, the Batman shooter, they're open, nobody's there, but they're open, and I almost was tempted to go watch a movie, but, you know. Well, it's a, it's a tourist attraction at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other states are up and going, and, you know, and we're, uh decriminalizing heroin so we're all good yes to go here. cocaine and heroin are legal now yeah party well, they're, they're not legal i've been told this it's not legal it's, it's just not... decriminalized so that's I always don't... fun tomato tomato you know <laughs> it's i told somebody i said all right you mean to fucking tell me that a citation that i get for my grass being too long is the same as having fucking heroin on me. <laughs> yes. It's in the same ballpark now, so... Uh-huh. You can't be mad at me because it's not on me, it's in me. Yeah, well... <laughs> you're not selling 
or you know manufacturing, you're okay. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna teach Big V all about boofing next time I come down. <laughs> Give him a nice shot of Jankum right in the face. <laughs> God. Uh, I uh, I actually applied for a job this week, which you know. At a heroin factory? No, no, no. I don't know why. This, I didn't know you had this, to apply for that. No, I don't know why these two correlated in my mind, but I, I applied for an honor personality for the radio station. Wait, you're already an honor personality for us. That's what I'm saying. I figured my uh, experience in a nominally successful podcast was going to get me somewhere. And in my uh, application, I put a link to our, our podcast so they could. Oh, God. Don't. Oh, God. Take a listen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. They've, uh, they've already uh, denied me the job, so it's okay. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, you know. <laughs> they they accredited my voice as to uh, aquarium gravel being thrown into a garbage disposal. So I'm guessing that's why I didn't get it. But oh, Is that a true, true thing? No. That's oh. just for making people laugh at home but thank you for calling me out on it but that that's that guy let's give him his our number <laughs> so yeah one of the radio stations was hiring and i was like nah, all right i'll give it a shot see your first mistake was uh linking this fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we spend 20 minutes either arguing about how much of a horror um uh, what the fuck? Uh, the giant from uh, Hagrid? Harry Potter. Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, Hagrid's parents. Hagrid's much, lineage. <laughs> we talk about we talk about how uh, a normal man having sex with a giant works, or we talk, do thirty minutes about the size of Big V's balls. Yeah, my yeah, resume talk... body at best. This isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was my week. Uh, yeah. I didn't get smited by that. I just kind of laughed because I figured I wasn't going to get it anyway. <laughs> hey, we might have gotten some new listeners, though, so that's promotion. Yeah, yeah. I saw the numbers go up a couple days after they uh, denied me the job, so I figured I did my part for the podcast. Hey, you guys got to listen to this stupid fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> listen to these fucking jagobs. <laughs> But... No shit. They spent twenty minutes screaming at each other about the size of this guy's balls. <laughs> yes, episode seven. I remember you well. <laughs> That's America's hog. I remember that one too. Uh, oh, we need yeah. to do a best of. We've hit like well, what, fourteen episodes. It's about time. America's hog because we got like we got your wife in on that one, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the week after, but yeah. <laughs> so. she was like oh you're bigger than chris evans which i call bullshit on but whatever <laughs> okay i've seen your your furry little Dude, you weasel. keep saying that too and i'm like when when is this i'm always looking i'm like in we've the shared, corner of the locker room we've shared like, locker rooms up and down the pacific northwest i find uh, order we i've like and that like that power pit locker room does not leave oh, much to the imagination. That, oh, yeah, I, I like power pit, but good god, that the locker room is the size of a, a studio apartment without the shitter. And then there's, and then there's at least like ten or eleven over two hundred pound men just crammed into it. Big V yeah. can't even fucking go into the thing. I, I think I have more room in this closet than I have in that locker room. Yeah, you know it's bad when we're outside fucking changing, like, for everyone to see. <laughs> it's just, 
<laughs> just like crouched down behind a minivan. <laughs> Fucking gotta get all, geared up before we all leave. Shamed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it gets cold out there, man. What the hell? Yeah, it's it's almost more convenient to change into our gear before we fucking leave for the three hour drive. I'll just get all the weird stops at the uh, the rest areas or, or all the weird looks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yours is halfway. I mean, you look like you could be going to the gym until you put the paint on. Well, but fuck, man. <laughs> well, we convinced because uh, I was driving around with uh, with uh, Draven Vargas the last show. And we convinced this one guy because we come we come out we still got face paint on, and this guy just yells out his window at the gas station, "What are you guys doing?" And I, I, just not even thinking, I just go, "Oh, we just came back from the orgy." <laughs> <laughs> the guy, guy straight up, the what? And then Draven chimes in, "Yeah, you know, group sex." <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That sounds like something Zach would do. Oh, yeah. That's better than listen to Pa cuss out everybody in the car. I've done shit like that. I forgot they had the paint on, and I've, like, tried to go to dinner after a show. I'm like, oh, shit. Or you miss big pieces of it. It's got, like, half oh, a yeah. fucking thumbprint on my forehead. <laughs> we use that weird, like, latex paint that you just peel off, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a lot easier. There's people oh. who refuse to wrestle wrestlers that have paint on because they don't want to get their gear messed up. It's like, Jesus, man, come Do on. Do you not wash your gear? Hold on. Okay, this podcast where we don't talk about wrestling, we're going to talk about wrestling. Because, V, were you there that one, after the Power Pit show in Roseburg, that one Denny's where it was like the cook was just quitting or some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was there because we had we had we had uh, um, Sasquatch with us too. Yeah. Oh god, that poor and guy. This cook, this yeah, that's probably what it was. He saw fucking me, Darkness, Big V, uh, Sasquatch, JB fucking Lance. JB Moonshine, JB Lance, who's like sh- a short fat guy. All of us just waddling into his Denny's, and he's just like, "No, nah, fuck this! I've had enough of this shit!" Like he's he's coming out of the kitchen, just screaming at somebody. Yeah, and then fucking Sasquatch can't keep food down, and so he went. Not only did we insult the man by by fucking making him prepare like sixteen plates of food for well, everybody, and then Sasquatch goes into the bathroom and destroys the fucking thing. Yep, I think we had to leave like soon after that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had was... he had that he had uh, his gallbladder taken out, so anything he eats just like goes right through him, especially if it's greasy Denny's food. <laughs> it's <laughs> and Sasquatch, given his name, you can all imagine is not a small man. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Big V watching fucking Pa Moonshine or Pa Freakshine gum down <laughs> sausage links. Oh my god. <laughs> You fucking give him shit every time he eats, and you're just like, I just want to watch you eat, Pa, and you give him such a complex. <laughs> and he's like staring at you the whole time he's eating because he's afraid you're going to look at him. <laughs> I, just, I just, like, I'm, look, I'm looking down, I'm eating my dinner, and I just hear, go, hear Big V go, Ugh. And I look, I look up, I look up, and there's Pa just gumming down a fucking sausage link. 
<laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Alright, Pa, if you're listening. We love you, Pa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep ripping on you. Overnight. Oh, shit. You're oh. so horrible. <laughs> Alright, well, what else do we want to get into here? So, Cause... so, speaking of horrible, which it was not, what do you all think about the uh, second episode of The Mandalorian? It was, liked... it was horrible watching uh, the child commit genocide. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. I liked it, except for fucking Baby Yoda being a serial killer now. Like, he, he's why like all we, kinds are, of evil in that shit. Why is everybody just so bent up about eggs? I don't know. I, I like the thing... it. No, people are, people are pissed about that. Oh, really? Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, the the horrible thing is... Uh, coming out of that episode is the uh, over-sexualization of the uh, frog lady. Oh, man. Well, she's sitting in that little hot spring with no clothes on. Oh, yeah. All right. You could hear, like, a thousand furries just coming in their pants. <laughs> God. But, like, I have seen some awful shit. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I'm like, just like, uh, straight up, just, just, just porn with this woman. Oh, okay. But like, people are making memes or something, or people are making memes. People are, uh, uh, just draw, like, imagine having the uh, ability to like draw really, really well. <laughs> and you wasted and just on... drawing, and you wasted on uh, frog lady tits. <laughs> Hey, you know, everyone's got their thing. I mean, the episode was good. I don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike it, but it just it just seemed like filler. There's so many things that well, I'm kind of looking forward to in this season that it's a, a warm-up uh, uh side quest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I get it. So, you, it's it's storytelling. You got the slow you don't just like just start cranking off jacking off immediately you got to warm up to it you got to build up oh okay is that what it is <laughs> oh i sent you guys a picture too by the way yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> deeply ashamed of myself now uh, yeah thanks for that <laughs> oh, here we go. oh there's more oh there's plenty more you guys want to uh... know what i was what i've been fucking Seeing all week. This is my new thing, everybody. <laughs> hey guys, guess what my new kink is? Oh Jesus, DeviantArt is not a good place. Oh, this is on the uh, Mandalorian Facebook group. <laughs> so <laughs> this is semi-official. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, frog lady. Frog lady, the new uh, sex symbol. Yeah. I mean, Apparently. given what we've been had in the past, I mean, it is a step up from Ray, but not by much. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, push that button right there. Oh, that's the Here, one that pisses Zach on. off. All right. <laughs> Dark, darkness is more into the porgs. Porgs? It's true. Yeah. You know. I, I want to know whatever the fuck that thing was out the blue milk. I was all about that. <laughs> <laughs> That part of the DVD is a little worn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screen cap? Screen cap? 
green cap. There we go. Oh, and the way and the way Daddy Luke just drinks up all his jism. <laughs> so in the in the last movie, the Rise of Skywalker, you get Felicity on there and you never show her a damn face. I don't know why they did yeah. that, but that was kind of interesting. You get like semi well known actors. I mean, ones that you would be like, oh hey, they look familiar. And then they never show their face. So, I mean, that's basically what uh, Pedro Pascal's <laughs> bitching about with his character. But, well, you know, Felicity yeah. didn't whine or cry about it. <laughs> well, but, you know, Felicity's also not getting upstaged by a fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends on uh, how well you think Poe Dameron can act. But, you know, that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. Good, uh, good point. <laughs> No, I'm actually looking forward to Moon Knight, seeing him as as uh, Mark Spector. So that should be good. But See, any he other... looks like a live action version of the Frog Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like yeah, Frog Lady, go on out there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, not anything too storyline wise was furthered in this episode. It was a good episode. I like the spiders. That was cool. It, like straight out of Alien, but you yeah. know, <laughs> I I legit thought a face hugger was gonna come out. I, how it crazy almost would like that one. have when been? He was, when he was eating it, when he was eating it, it, I was like, is that a fucking face hugger? Yeah, uh-huh. I was gonna lose. I was like, no way. How fucking awesome would that be? Fucking xenomorphs fucking... just come popping out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate crossover. But... You just and just like that, a thousand nerds come in their pants. Oh, I knew it. That's what they're saying. <laughs> but speaking of Star Wars, did you want to get to this now or do you want to wait? I'll do it. We'll do it now. I was just thinking about that too. Okay, so I wanna, I wanna. One more picture, and now I have to delete everything <laughs> off my. Jesus, uh... burn that hard drive. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got set my phone. (laughs) We got a sign guy's question. So he seems to be the only person that sends us any questions. And thank you, sign guy. Yeah, sign guy, we appreciate it. You're you're off restriction. Everything's good. He finally caught up to all the the episodes. Listeners, we have. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Germany just got on board this week, so thank you, thank you, Germany. One thought that was uh, Lithuania. I, that's the same I don't thing. know. I, that's what I was. But yeah. Um, so Sign Guy asks if you could transport actors currently active here in 2020 back to 1977 to cast them in the original Star Wars film in place of the 1977 cast, then what would your Star Wars cast be? I wanted to word that exactly because he gets, you know, real crazy about wording and how we interpret it. So, so basically, grammar works. <laughs> basically, what he's saying is, if we could take actors from today and cast them in Star Wars, who would we pick in what roles? All right, so, who's going first? Um, do you want to go lesser known characters and up to bigger known characters, or what do you want to do? Um, I don't know. Let's just start with Luke I mean, Skywalker. Okay, yeah, we'll Luke do it Skywalker. that way. All right. So my Luke Skywalker, the the big three, Luke, Leia, and Han. Yeah, we'll start with them. 
Um, my Luke Skywalker is Charlie Heaton. I don't know if you guys recognize the name. Charlie he, Heaton? He is in Stranger Things. He's the older brother. He's Winona Ryder's yeah. son, older son. Um, I just saw New Mutants this week. He was and on, yeah. Yeah, he oh, played this guy. Cannonball in New Mutants. So he just kind of had the Luke look. Luke Skywalker? Yeah, he kind of had the look of a Luke Skywalker. I don't know if it's the hair or what. You think? But, eh, I, that's what I came up with for him, so. I, I yeah. came up with Tom Holland. Why? Because he's young and he's whiny. <laughs> I could definitely hear him complaining about Tashi Station converters and everything else. But... <laughs> He's young and he has that. He could play that whiny part really well, but he could also play that serious. Like, you know, you could get the best of both worlds. We could get the Luke that we had back in '77. Yeah. See, I haven't seen him in much other than Spider-Man. He's gonna be um, I Nathan I Drake. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, he looks good too. Yeah, so it's going to be different to see him taking on that kind of, you know, it, it, it's kind of a departure from Peter Parker Spider-Man where he's going to be like kind of the action hero Indiana Jones type it's, of, you know. It's weird because I thought he was actually, he actually was like fucking 17, 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but so it was uh, the Nathan Drake video game series. And for the longest time they had... Uh, What's his name attached to it? Um, it's going to kill me now. He was from Firefly. Serenity. Oh, that guy. So, yeah, he was attached to it for the longest time, and it never got off the ground. And I guess they're they're going and uh, restarting the whole process again, and they've cast him as Nathan Drake. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in that, just so I can get a different idea of his acting ability. <coughs> but I can see him as Luke. That's pretty good. How about you, Zach? Uh, mine was Pete Davidson. Okay, now I gotta look that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Oh, Lonely Island Boy. The what? what he's off. He's off. He's he's on the Lonely Island. He was a cast member on SNL. Uh, so that was kind of like actually almost my jokey answer but mm-hmm. the one movie he did uh that just came out that I, king of staten island mm-hmm. it was actually really fucking good okay <laughs> i, I and honestly... yeah he could actually like he like he's in that that uh he's around that that same age he's he looks younger but he's about he's 26 and so he's about he's younger and like, when he needs to actually, he, he when he needs to actually act, he could be good at it. I I just uh, like I, I'm not going to say he couldn't do it. He just like looking at him, he just doesn't look like a loot to me. It looks like every role he should play should be some fucking cracked out junkie. <laughs> he looked, well looking uh, at him, uh, yeah. <laughs> He, he looks like he should be that guy that's like, hey, Jimmy, dude, just hook me up with a score, man. Just hook me up. Dude, I'll do anything, man. Just hook me up, man. I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> that right. was my uh, 
my really quick joke, almost jokey. I couldn't really think of a Luke answer. Okay. Okay. So, you want to go to Han or Leia next? Leia. Let's do Leia. Leia. All right. So my Leia is Connor Leslie. Okay. Now I have to look that up. Okay. So Connor Leslie is known as Deanna Troy. Donna Troy. Sorry. Donna Troy from Titans. The TV series Titans. Yep, I have no idea who this is. Okay, just look at her. What do you think? I'm looking at her. Okay. What was her name again? She's a little fucking... I mean, she'd probably pull it off, but she's a little old for Leia. Connor Leslie? Yeah. Well, I'd say it for so V could... Well, she's pushing 30, but I was watching old episodes That's, that's fucking. That's fucking so... over the hill. Well... Oh, she had the, the look... It was kind of Leia-ish to me. See, my uh, my Leia is uh, she kind of looks like Pete Davidson, uh, Millie Brown, uh, uh, Bobby Millie Brown or whatever. Millie Bobby Brown. So yeah. uh, she played Eleven on Eleven from Stranger, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, she, yeah. she she's like was, she's like pushing forty. She, uh, <laughs> she's what sixteen. <laughs> She like she that. was she was my original pick, but then I changed her. <laughs> See, I already okay. pulled somebody from from Stranger Things, so I didn't want to do it again. I ran so, into that a couple of times. She was my. Oh, first I have pick. a bunch of Game of Thrones people, so. <laughs> she was my first pick, but then I went with uh, Catherine Langford, uh, the chick from Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay. Catherine um, Langford. Langford. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Langford. Um. So I see her. it. She, she has that young, that kind of a, uh, authoritative, but like, you know. Yeah, I, she was my second pick because, I, uh, I morally I couldn't do, um, <laughs> um, young people in certain roles. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm looking at my uh, Leia and my Han, I have to change them around because I see some awful things happening see yeah that was the thing for this whole list i was trying to go with young actors that could that would be around for to finish off the whole trilogy you know but that was one of the things it's like you don't want to make somebody too old and then somebody too young so yeah knowing where it goes and then you can't have you know like a 40 year old leia and a a 16 year old luke because it's just not gonna work but right yeah what would you get, Zach? For Leia. I already said uh, Millie Brown. I, Millie, well, I oh, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. I'm yeah. uh, changing that because now that I'm looking at my Leia and my Han Solo, it's 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 problematic. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll switch it to whatever answer Big V has. That works. Okay. Catherine Langford. <laughs> Catherine Langford. All right. So speaking of Han, um, I got Nicholas Holt. And Nicholas Holt actually plays Beast in the Ooh. early X-Men movies, the, the first-class movies. Okay. And I thought he would... He's a little bit older than the rest of them. I mean, he's barely 30, which is, you know... I don't know what the different ages were officially in canon between... And, you know... Right. But he has kind of a... You could, you could cheat and be like whoever the fuck played Han, young Han the Han Solo movie, but I don't want to do that. So that was, that was my first fucking, my first yeah. instinct. 
Yeah, it's like, okay, who are you going to be for uh, Obi-Wan? I'm like, oh, you and McGregor. Yeah, it's fucking, you know, let's not do that. <laughs> right. Try and, and V's now frantically erasing his answer. <laughs> What's that? Uh, uh, yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I don't know, he's got the look. He looks like he could be a badass, kind of smarmy asshole type, so I went with him. Um, so, uh, speaking of smarmy assholes, even though my Han Solo probably never has to work a day in his life again, I, uh, picked Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> so, we could have the whole Spider-Man, Iron Man dynamic again in Star Wars. If... <laughs> yeah. So we get, we get Big V's pick for Luke, and we get your pick for Han, and it's that all over again, so... There was a, a deep fakes that they did with Back to the Future and the both of them. That was actually pretty crazy. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I liked I it. Should... I thought it was good. I'm going to look for that. Yeah. So then I picked, um, I can't even say his name, Taran Egerton from uh, The Kingsman. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he also played Elton John in Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Oh, that guy. I love that guy. Yeah. Eggsy. And he plays in the, yeah, he plays Eggsy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah, the King's been so good. Yeah. Is that another one of those movies this year that was like supposed to come out but it hasn't? Is there supposed to be a third one? I it's didn't even like know. It's like a prequel. Yeah. Oh, that's prequel. right. That's right. Yeah. I don't even think he's in it. It takes place so far in the past. No, it's uh, Ralph Fiennes, who I adore. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, he was one of my choices for Grand Moff Tarkin. Who was that? Grand Moff Tarkin, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, that's but I was a good like, one. My Tarkin's better. See, I had two. I, I, I picked Colin Farrell, Farrell um, the guy from Umbrella, no, uh, Umbrella Academy. He played the dad. He also was in um, freaking uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, okay. Okay. See, my, my other choice for Grand Moff Tarkin, which is I kind of wanted to go with an old horror icon, English. Okay. So I went and I said, Doug Bradley, who is famous for playing Pinhead. Yeah. Ooh. I He's have, got this uh, look I, to him, but. I almost half expect you to be like, we're going to dig up Christopher Lee and we're oh. going to marinate him. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my, my uh, Grandma Tarkin choices. I had a couple just in case, but. So, like, I was kind of thinking of. Um... The original actor who played Tarkin, who always had this really cold, really heavy air about him. And I was trying to think who could uh, pull that one off. And my choice was uh, Charles Dance. Charles Dance. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, uh, Lannister. Tywin Lannister. Yeah. Yeah, I. You know what? It's funny. This dude, it pops up in all kinds of stuff that I've liked through the years, and I didn't even realize it was him. And then you're like, oh, oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. seeing him in Last Action Hero. <laughs> yes. <just> like, <laughs> what? This guy? Hey, this is uh, awesome. Uh, Danny McBride and uh, James Franco movie, Your Highness. He plays their dad in that. <laughs> yeah. That's, where he yeah. has this awful fucking wig. Was it Chris Keira Knightley? No. 
Who was in that with them? The girl. No, it was uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Okay, I always get them confused. Just looks. I so hate Natalie Portman. <laughs> Why do you hate Natalie Portman? Uh-oh. Wait, I. Is it because she's a woman and she's gonna play Thor? No, for one. Speaking of Star Wars, she was like, uh, I don't even know what these movies are about, and she's like in like a big fucking role, and she bitches about all her roles. She bitched about being in Thor. Yeah. Until they well, made her the was, lead, and then she's now, like, now exactly. "Okay, I'll come back." <laughs> now she's getting one exactly. of the biggest fucking pushes ever. It's just like she's God. I, I just I can't stand people like that. It's like, so you're you're in Star Wars. You you've never seen them, and you're bitching about it, and it's like. You're just like, oh, I don't know. It's like fucking show some pride in your work. You want these uh, you, you want these I, There's some parts in, uh, there's some parts in, as much as I love Revenge of the Sith, there's some parts in that movie where just, it's openly cringe. Yeah. I, one of the Maybe things. Love is, has made you blind? <laughs> <laughs> I hate sand. Okay. <laughs> I remember like her big thing was like, one of the recent Oscars, I don't know if it was this year or the year before, but she had this dress and it had like names of all these women who got overlooked by the Academy. Oh, Jesus. And then you look at it and she's got her own production company and the only woman that they've ever hired was her. <laughs> You're just like, wait a second. So, like, she's trying to, she's trying to uh, front herself as this big, uh, on this big crusade for like, you know, women in Hollywood and stuff when she's really not. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's just fake and she's nasty and like, I don't know. I just, I don't like her. It sucks when you peak at 12 years old. Fucking Leon, you can't get much better than that shit. <laughs> that movie is fucking perfect. I love that movie. Just saying. All right. Or to anyway, American to the scum, the professional. <laughs> Anyway, so back to the list. Let's go. Let's go do with uh, Obi Wan. All right. So with Obi Wan, I didn't want to cheat and say Ewan McGregor. So no, I wanted to say Sean Connery, but with his untimely passing, he's not going to be able to do that. So, so I got... then I went with Alex Trebek. No, <laughs> and then damn it, they got stolen right out from under me. But no. So all right, work with me on this one. All right, Christopher Lambier. Because I was just so sad about Sean Connery that I had to go some direction with it. And I loved him, I loved him in Highlander. Hi, I'm yeah. Christopher Lambier. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. <laughs> he, was, he was cool as Raiden, but come on. Yeah. So that was that was my kind of... I couldn't really come up with anything. The only other one I, I came up with was uh, Brian Cranston. But I don't know how he would go over as a sword magic wizard in space. Hey, <laughs> magic went... space wizard. I went, I went a little different here because I want to see Obi be a little more cocky. Um, Idris Elba. <laughs> All right. Oh, is, do you think he's cocky in general? He he he, he has that like just that, that kind of like cocky sound. Like he, you know, when you when you you see him and you hear him, it, he has that like almost like listen to me and, and that wisdom and stuff. But then he kind of has that like I mean, fucking just watch him in the losers. Yeah, I, I was okay. see. Well, I haven't watched The Losers in a while, but I've been exposed to him as Hemdall and uh, fucking the dark, the dark tower. So I'm yeah. just kind of like, eh. 
I should probably go back and watch The Losers. It's I, been a couple of years. I remember being really excited when they were talking about having him be James Bond. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would totally on board for that. Um, I went in another different direction than you guys. I uh, did David Bradley, David who Bradley. he was uh, Walter Frey in Game of Thrones. <laughs> so you're just basically <laughs> recasting Game of Thrones into That's Star Wars. <laughs> That's oh, what I said. Filch from uh, Fel- yeah, Harry Potter, the guy with and the cat. Harry po- and and the whole podcast comes back around. There you go. We just <laughs> went full circle. From a All right, everybody, this is our final episode. We've done it. We figured out a way <laughs> to get back to Harry Potter. That's what I was saying. I, let's like, I just want an old pervert Obi Wan. <laughs> Yeah, I could see him actually. I mean, I need you to use the force, Luke. But first, give me a kiss on the cheek. I, I can see you so much. being like a huge dick to uh, even more so than Alec Guinness was to Luke. <laughs> just be <being> like, <laughs> what's the matter with you? You know, just from seeing him at Filch. But yeah, and no, seeing him as Red Wedding and all Frey. that. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason you guys have any worth is because I squirted you into your mom's belly. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts to do. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only cast it one other person. Who was that? Vader. Well, oh. hold on cuz uh my uh David Bradley was my jokey answer. My real answer was uh Sean Bean. Yeah, that could work. More Game of Thrones, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just everyone from Game of Thrones put him in Star Wars. He's he's I watched, right I watched up a lot there. of Game of Thrones this week. Yeah. He's like, I got news on that too for a little bit later, unfortunately. Ooh. But you know, uh, sixty-one. He, I think he could pull it off right now. Yeah, I think he would be a good actually grow out a little bit of whiskers on the and just be old creepy dude out in the desert that's fucking space wizard. I like that. That's a good one actually. <laughs> I didn't even think I, of it. Yeah, uh, I uh, we invaded. I, I almost, I almost picked Peter Capaldi, or yeah, Capaldi. Oh, that's another good one. Almost, but then I was like, ah. Yeah, I like that one too. So, all right. So the only other one you got is Vader. The only other one I did was Vader, and Vader originally was my uh, Han pick, but the whole <laughs> yeah, the whole thing got so uh, Carl, Carl Urban or. or Tongue twister. Uh, Car- Carl Urban. Uh, That's a tongue twister for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's, he's had too much. He's had too much toilet whiskey. Give him a minute. <laughs> but uh, I, I picked him as Vader. Um, just because I want to hear. I want to hear Vader say "cunt." <laughs> <laughs> and we just found the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, that, that's why I was like, I was like, dude, he'd be a good Han. Like, he's like, he's that, like, he's that Han. He's a Han character. Well, I mean, not all the time, but if you see him more recent in The Boys, but like, when you see him in these different movies, he kind of has that, like, that scruffy, like, ugh. And I was Bad, just man. like, I just, you know, even as Han, he, he was like, uh, it's just, all of a sudden, Han turns around, like looks at Chewbacca, and goes, "You cunt!" You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oi, Luke! I'm your father, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Screams out. <laughs> <laughs>
that big pivotal scene where uh, he gets his arm chopped off. Oi! Oi! <laughs> you fucking cunt! <laughs> All right, so for my Vader voices, I, I got two, but uh, I, I picked Brad Garrett for the voice of Vader. <laughs> Because yes, all right. I want my Vader to have clinical depression. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, just let me let me fucking finish, all right? So yes, he is most well known for Everybody Loves Raymond. But he's done voice work before. He actually played Lobo on a couple of different occasions. And his yeah. Lobo voice is actually uh, the one I would go for for being Vader. Well, yeah, because so, you have a huge boner for Lobo, so. Well, you know. He was in the new Superman. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, the new Superman animated movie. That was pretty yeah. cool. But uh, there was him. And then I also put Michael Dorn because kind of keeping in line with James Earl Jones. And, you know, okay. so he played Worf in Star Trek. Those of you that okay, don't yeah. know. But was, he's... the name was like in my head. I'm like, why do I know it? Michael. Yeah. Uh, Michael. Uh, Michael uh... Dorn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I was thinking of people with like cool voices, mm-hmm. and I, D, I already know you're gonna give me shit about it, but uh, Ralph Ensign, who uh, he played the dad on The Witch, the movie The Witch, mm-hmm. and he was Dagnar Cleftjaw in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I always love how you throw out something that wasn't Game of Thrones, and then you're like, oh, and, and Game of Thrones, and he was in Game of Thrones. So for my R2-D2 pick, I picked, uh, he might have recognized him from X-Men. He played Bolivar Trask. <laughs> and uh, he was also in Game of Thrones with Peter Dinklage. You know? Jesus, man. Come no, on. <laughs> uh, Peter Dinklage is my C-3PO pick. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, I picked, uh, no, I was going to put him down because this was going to be a joke. What's his name from, uh. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, Johnny Depp? Played, no, he played oh. all the, uh, <laughs> the Oompa Loompas. Um, <laughs> oh, he was Jesus. also in the Never Ending Story. Um, God, what's his name? <sighs> oh, you know who'd play like... Nicholas Brendan? No, wait, that wasn't... You know who play a good uh, C-3PO? And you don't even have to put anything on him. You just got to paint him gold. Was um, the kid who plays uh, Sheldon in Big Bang Theory. <laughs> That's poor. I could not think of somebody to save myself, and you have just perfected it. Yes, it just popped into my head so, right now. That is perfect. I couldn't think of anybody. So you take Deep Roy, and then who, who's the guy who did the uh, the body work for uh, um, Gollum? Uh, Andy Circus. Yeah. So you take Andy Circus and Deep Roy, and they play every other character in the whole Star Wars movie. <laughs> All right, I guess I could work. Um, I fucking see Thrupio spot on though. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the only other one that I cast is uh, Chewbacca. Who was your Chewie again? You told me. Yeah, Howard Stern. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Howard Stern. <laughs> he looks like Peter Mayhew, and he's got the height, basically. I mean, yeah. unless you're bringing in wrestlers or something like that. Great collie. Hey, Han, that yeah. Le- that Leah that Leia check's really good. Why don't you tell her to show us her tits? <laughs> Why don't you take a dump on camera? I'll give you a thousand bucks. I'm gonna smear mayonnaise in your ass crack and throw bologna at you. 
You remember that one? That was like the biggest one that got him in trouble on the E network. Um, my Chewy was uh, uh, we're just gonna get Treebeard. Treebeard. <laughs> no Lord of the Rings fans. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, the, my first the pick ant? was the ant. Yeah. My first pick was Half Thor Bjornsson, but you're calling me out on like all of my Game of Thrones picks. <laughs> Name something he wasn't in. Name something he was in that isn't Game of Thrones first, and then tell us. Um, he was in a bunch of vodka commercials. Okay. <laughs> and he came like it's good for Chewy because he can't even really talk. He's hey, drink my vodka. <laughs> you drink my vodka while I crush you. Oh man. He's like he's like he's like seven time world strongest man. Yeah, I mean that's always good for Chewy. He'd probably be um, good for a body double for Vader, like how they had that that guy in there that never got any credit. And I'm not giving him any credit by saying that guy that's in there, right. <laughs> David well, Prowse. Right. Sorry. That's why you said Carl Urban. He could play. The, he could play. Be in the suit and speak. You know. Oh yeah. Need... And Carl Urban's um, done roles where he doesn't have to show his face and been okay with it. Yeah. Dread. Dread was so good. God, and oh, he's yeah. be. Fucking, they need to do something with that. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't do. realize. I didn't realize Carl Urban was in uh, Doom. That that stupid yeah. rock movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you don't like now that Carl Urban's huge. You never really like realize what what he was in. I, Pops I up in Pitch are... Black Two or something. He's just oh, there he is. <laughs> does he? Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's like we're gonna pound of eyeliner too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the uh, fucking uh, the um, prince guy. He's that one cuck in Lord of the Rings. Yep. <laughs> uh, he, the was Ring. in, he was in Thor. Yeah. Uh, behold my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cunt. What else was he? He's been in so much stuff, man. It's just crazy because he's like he doesn't play anything major. But then he does, you know. He hasn't been yeah. in stuff. He He's would be a like, good Punisher before, too. I'd say, oh yeah, he would. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'd say before the boys, Carl Urban was always that guy who, like, you outside of like nerds like us, you never know his name, but you're always like, oh hey, it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Star Trek, of course. I mean, that's a big thing that he's been in. That's where you start. I mean, he was the bad guy in Red. I remember that. Oh yeah. It's it's funny. He, I'm looking at his his thing now. He was in the Born Supremacy. I don't even remember. I got. So he was in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. He was. What? That's what they're saying. You're full of shit. <laughs> You lying sack of shit, dude. Shut up. <laughs> He's in Xeno, Warrior Princess, for fuck's sake. How is this? In like a few episodes, like 12 episodes. What the hell? He played Caesar. Really? Yeah. I don't see him listed as being in Star Wars. What are you talking about? He was a stormtrooper. Oh, okay. Oh, something like was. that. I okay. do remember that. Uh, who? Uh, James Bond. Daniel Craig. He was uh, the one who just tries to fight Finn traitor hmm uh-huh speaking of uh, crossovers from uh from uh, Game of Thrones into Star Trek fuck our Star Wars Jesus Captain mm-hmm. Phasma never got the fucking screen time she deserved damn it yeah no 
I mean, they fucking punked her yeah, ass I know. like I was all three times. It. What the fuck? Oh, she didn't even show up in the third one. What the fuck? I was really. Did she? God damn. Yeah, they I was all really together. hoping she was gonna be like. I was really hoping she was gonna be all like mangled and fucked up, but no, she didn't get the. That's the only part of the Rise of Skywalker I didn't like. You know, I would. I that in the ending. Well, I would I would pay a move to see the movie of her character. Like they made a book the out of it. Books are really good. Yeah, yeah really so good. that would be great to see her doing that. Brianna um, I had of two Tarth. more. I had Wait. two more picks on my Star on Wars. My Star Wars list. Okay, because I'm all out. I got nothing. Uh, uh, I did. I out. did. Yeah. Well, I did R two. Biggs and. Uh... <laughs> okay, go ahead. I did Biggs. Uh, Porkins. Jet um, Porkins. Oh god. Porkins was uh, Samuel Tarley from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I just man. thought of that one. Uh, no, R two was uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> just voice? Are you gonna? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I want I want Danny DeVito screeching at me, just whistling and <laughs> being at you. Hey, hey, ma. <laughs> um, and then uh, even though it's not. Even though I kind of went above and beyond, because that's that's the type of entertainment I provide for this podcast. I cast Lando. Oh, as, what did uh, you get? Hannibal Beerus. Okay. Nobody. All right. Never mind. What? Who did he play on Game of Thrones? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got him. He's losing his shit. <laughs> No, I, no, I, I, I was, I was waiting for the Game of Thrones reference to come up, like for Darthus to say something, but because I was like, oh, I know who he is, and then it, it, Zach's like, wait, nothing. I'm waiting for Darthus to be like, uh, Game of Thrones reference. Come on. <laughs> no, he was, he, he was actually wasn't on Game of Thrones. No, he's a comedian. Okay, I'm, I'm he's seeing a comedian. him now. He's yeah. On the Eric Andre show. Yeah. He's all he's kinda of laid back, like he seems like he's perma high. I'm but... pretty sure if you watch the Eric Andre show, he is higher than draft <laughs> pussy and all of that. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. He just I... fucking picks up a head of lettuce and starts eating it like an apple. Or that one episode where where he kicks Flavor Flav in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I the one of the good castings from the Star Wars the solo movie was um who they cast for lando um yeah, donald glover donald glover i had oh, to think about yeah. it for a second i actually like that some, casting but for some reason i thought it was michael b jordan no that was killmonger and, and or yeah. johnny storm depending on you know or yeah. you know was it apollo Creed's son or yeah i think uh michael b jordan is my uh gay pass <laughs> oh god alright that's uh well Michael B. Jordan did make that chick break her braces or a retainer or whatever the fuck that was let him split me in half oh. oh so yes some chick went to the theater and watched Black Panther when he, uh, Michael B. Jordan was shirtless she like fucking like squeezed so tight it broke her retainer or some shit like that and uh she like got, went like viral all over the fucking internet and he ended up uh, paying for it for jeez <laughs> in her defense have you seen him shirtless <laughs> I've seen Black Panther 
my god! <laughs> Jesus, talk about wearing a, a fucking hole in a DVD. Jesus, what, man. What, 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 what's the rating on this show? Because I think we have to kick it up a notch. I always put it at explicit, so don't worry. Let it what go. I didn't do a full cum, but I definitely dribbled a little bit. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, you learn something new every day. There you go. <laughs> so the, any, any other uh, castings that you made? Uh, no, that was it. Did you pick uh, fucking Greedo? Was somebody from Game of Thrones? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> No. So, okay, all right. Well, first of all, thank you, Sign Guy, for the question. You basically gave us an episode this week because there ain't nothing else going on. Um, so piggybacking off of this in the Game of Thrones, they just did an interview with uh, George R. R. Martin, and he's basically saying that there's not going to be a finish to the series of the books. Well, we could, like, I kind of was prepared for that for myself because, like, He's been working on this this book for like sixteen years. Yeah, I, what was it? Twenty years. This this year makes twenty years from like the first or second book. Yeah, the first book came out in ninety six. Okay, and then the second one I think came out in in two thousand or something yeah. like that. I remember it's like no, yeah, there's a big gap in between. He's just gonna shit out another Targaryen history book. Yeah, basically what they've got him doing now is he's writing prequels to where we pick up as it starts with Game of Thrones. So he's writing prequels before he finishes off the original series. (laughs) So who the fuck knows? But yeah, I mean, he's getting involved in so many projects and stuff like that. It's basically like he's saying to people without telling them directly that you're not going to get... You know, the a dream of summer or whatever. The, I don't know what the names are. I don't. I can't read those because they're too fucking big, and I can't keep track of all the characters because I'm half retarded. So, <laughs> but he did write a series that I did enjoy. It was the Wild Card series. But <laughs> that's they're... that's my favorite thing. Is like everybody everybody's on about writing this. Uh writing all these books and getting the finishing the series that he started he's like no i want to write about spaceships yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i mean it sucks because like you you create this thing and as a writer you could get bored of shit and just be like eh. <laughs> there's like thousands maybe millions of people waiting for these books to drop and he's just like oh, oh spaceships now <laughs> my favorite uh my favorite interview he did was uh he he was talking about uh south park his appearance on south park (laughs) and he was just like um i felt like they were really gentle with me but um the only thing that kind of irritated me was that they said i have a fascination fascination with wieners well, if anybody knows me and anybody reads my books, I, they know I like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a booby man. That's and you know, getting fucking taken from behind. He loves that shit too. <laughs> every woman in every fucking one of those books has gotten it from like straight up just grabbed and taken well, from behind. <laughs> well, look at the man. That's the only way he can have sex. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man. 
So, yeah. So there's some book news. Very rare that we have a book news segment on the show. <laughs> so, yeah. If you guys are waiting for the, the Game of Thrones series book series to end, well, you're going to have to wait wow. for George R. R. Martin to die and Brandon Sanderson to come on and pick it up. Ooh, that'd be a good one. There you go. See, I, Brandon Sanderson could literally finish it before George R. R. Martin dies. Yeah. I mean, he'd just be like, hey, just give me, give me the shit. Come on. So he did good with the Wheel of Time. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it all shakes out in the next 10, 20 years. So, uh, I I vote. Let's see. I probably never heard of this guy, Brian McClellan. Okay. He's probably one of my favorite authors. He uh, writes uh, books. He, he kind of does the same thing that George Martin does, but like on an almost smaller scale, where he'll write chapters from the character's point of view, but it'll only be like th- three characters at a time. Hmm. Okay. What well, what's and probably then, his most well known? Uh, pro- like his whole like first series, uh, the Powder Mage series, some of my favorite books, and uh, Promise of Blood is the first one. Okay. And he he kind of does like a flintlock fantasy, but he could easily go into uh, sword and sorcery fantasy. Oh, okay. Is it because like I? fucking read fantasy books very easily because they get weird names and weird places and it just it's hard for me to grasp don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not really half retarded i'm only a quarter retarded but i can't keep track of all the shit so on that kind of a, a scale would you say it would be this series would be easy to read uh like compared to game of thrones yeah yeah definitely Okay. All right, because like I I wanted to get into the uh the like I wanted to read the Well of Ascension, uh-huh. but it's just I don't know if I'm gonna be able to tackle it because it gets too crazy with for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though because you could sit me in front of any type of like cyberpunk that's got all kinds of like the same type of weird wordings for things, and I can grasp that real easy. But when you get into like fantasy stuff, I j- I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like I tried to read the Witcher series, the books, and I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Fantasy stuff. Just I don't know what it is. It hurts my brain. Yeah, I don't. Orcs are weird. But did you hear about that guy though? The guy that wrote the uh, the Witcher series. About how much of an asshole he is. Well, that and then the <laughs> so Project Red came to him and it's like, hey, we want to adapt your books and make them into a video game. And he's like, OK. And he's like, all right, so we'll give you I don't remember what the exact price was. It was we'll give you like twenty five thousand dollars. It was or thirty thousand dollars. Thirty. OK, I was almost there. <laughs> I know. this. I know. No, no. I know the story like the back of my hand. Cause I love it <laughs> Let it because... go, man. Andre Sikowski is such a fucking prick mm-hmm. that like if he like if you bring up the books he just immediately like shuts down and all right interviews over he gets so pissed about the video games where like his <laughs> his his last book completely contradicts all the video games Jeez. so like 
it, so the first offer was we want to take your book, we want to take your uh, books and make them do a video game. Uh, we're going to give you, you know, X amount of dollars and uh, royalties for forever, for as long as the games are out. And he's like, no, just give me $30,000 because he hates video games. And if you're a, a video game player, he thinks you're a blubbering man child who can't read anyway. <laughs> so they gave him $30,000 flat. And then they became the biggest <coughs> game series of this generation. Yeah. And he could have been in line to make fucking millions off of it. Yep. Yep. And, and he is so bitter and butthurt off yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the story that I had heard. So does the CD Projekt Red have the adaption of the show as their under their umbrella, or does nope, that go that's, to uh, that's Andres? Okay, okay. So I wasn't sure. Yeah, basically it was just like him seeing how big the game is now, and then he was making money off his books, and he was so pissed because they wanted to put uh, the the video game characters onto uh the books and he used to get so butthurt about that so then like in the, in the last book uh Geralt and Yennefer die hmm. and uh spoilers spoilers yeah well <laughs> now I'm not gonna try <laughs> to read it all <laughs> yeah so uh they die but where the game picks up Geralt was uh Yennefer was only like injured and Geralt was brought back to life by sorcery, and now he has amnesia, so that explains why everybody, everything has to be explained to him now. Hmm. Okay. But in the after all the games came out, all three of the games came out, Sapkowski wrote a new book that completely contradicts the games because <laughs> he's so bitter. And then, yeah, now he's just like, well, the games are popular. We're just going to make... I'm going to talk to Netflix about making a a Netflix series about it. And that's where we and have Henry Caviezel. Or, oh, Henry, Henry Caviezel. Caviezel is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, Superman. They're all, they're both the same, you know. <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah. So, and then we got that series going. So, so he's getting money off of the series, at least on Netflix. Right. Hopefully. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Cause no, I, I They've had, it was almost like Alan Moore levels of fucking bitterness towards oh my God. <laughs> this video game. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I mean, what I kind of care. idiot would you have to be just to say, no, never mind, just give me this? Well, see, that's the thing. You never know if this shit's going to take off. Are you? Do you want the guaranteed yeah. money or do you want the possibility of making some more? You know. And this was like the first game came out in early 2000s. And like... Yeah, gaming wasn't the big phenomenon that it is now, but it was still popular. Yeah. And people, and he was just like, no, I hate video games. I think they're stupid. Just give me $30,000 and call it good. The man would be a fucking multimillionaire right now. Yeah. I mean, he's probably still got millions, but I mean, nothing as opposed to what he could have had if he'd have taken that deal the other way. Yeah. But. So, all right, somebody approaches you, Big V, and you're like, hi, we like your character, we like your, your whole thing from wrestling, we want to adapt that into a, a fucking symphony. And you're like, a fucking what? And you're like, yeah, we'll give you, you know, you know, 40% of the of the, the take on it, or we can give you $40,000. What would you say? 
I would say let's go with the forty percent of the take. You know, really? It's, well, here's and here's then the does thing. shit. Yeah, that's and, yeah. <laughs> But guess what? And then it does shit. Here's the thing. It's like you know, it's it's more than what I would had if nobody came up to me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just it's just like people ask if you go on a game show, are you going to um, play, play, play? Or are you going to uh, get scared and take that bit of money? I want to play until the end because guess what? I went on with nothing. If I walk away with nothing, you know, I, you you always at least walk away with something. So I walked out with more than what I went in with. Yeah, that's true enough. I mean, you know, I, I'd be hard pressed. I'd be, I'd think about that shit over and over, like. Somebody wants to adapt darkness into something, and not that they ever would, because it's you know, just be real. I'm a fucking idiot. But if they ever came to me, yeah, and but they... your character's cool. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I would make a stupid decision because I'm an idiot. But you know, it. We've had situations like that in wrestling. I mean, as an independent wrestler, I mean, you guys are are aware of independent wrestling. There's a guy yeah. or a wrestler named Funny Bone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Funny Bone has a gimmick, and he's approached by some other company to basically buy the gimmick and use it for one of their wrestlers. It's like, what, what kind of a decision do you make with that, you know? Like, he got his, so it worked out. He still gets to keep his gimmick and get paid. So, I mean, it works, you know? My my understanding of it was that he he was able to do the um, he 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 was the Demon King before they ran with that for Finn Balor, but Funny Bone was smart and uh, was able to trademark it or something, mm-hmm. and uh, WWE bought it. Oh, okay, is that what it was? Yeah, I don't know if he's still getting a paycheck about it, but as far as I know, that they bought it off of him. Yeah, yeah, it's you know you come up with a good idea somebody wants to adapt it or, or take it for themselves like what do you do do you take the percentage of what could be or do you take the guarantee of what they're offering oh i don't know it's an interesting thing though but yeah he would have been a multi-million almost billionaire if he would have just taken that that percentage but some little video game publisher comes up to you and goes hey we want to make your your books into video games and you know, given he doesn't he, understand the medium very well, yeah, and he thinks he slowly of him, <laughs> he let his own prejudice get get away, get ahead of so, him. So, so they, so they basically just wanted to give him a percentage uh, to use the characters to make a game, or give him a lump sum, and he took the well, lump they, sum. It was uh, royalties or a lump sum percentage plus royalties. That was it. Yeah. So you know, I've I, got. Funko Pop sitting here in my my office. I got you know the video games. I got all, all this stuff. He would have been getting a piece of. I have, but, but I have is... every single Witcher Funko Pop. I have statues. <laughs> I have the statue of Geralt sitting in a bathtub. I yeah, all that could have been some of that could have been Andrei Zakowski's, but nope. But and, and that's the thing. Look at it. I mean, you're you're not putting any money out. You're not losing anything. So why not take a fucking uh, a percentage and royalties? You know, like a lump sum is, I don't know. Yeah. To me, to me, to me, you're taking a lump sum because you don't have faith in your own character, your own, your own, your own story, you know, 
bad. So if you don't have enough faith in that, then he deserves what he got. Well, he also, like, I understand kind of his uh, thought process because they had a, a, a TV show based off his books before the games, and it was fucking awful. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he might have been soured on the whole adaption thing, too, then. Yeah, so that probably had a big part to do with it. Damn. <laughs> but, you know, hindsight and all that now. Yeah, now. <laughs> so. All right, well, that's been a very rare book corner for the Darkest Island Pie. I think it's our first one ever. <laughs> we talked about books. I could, I could do I could do another book corner. What I'm oh, reading yeah, now. No, books. You know. I, love, I love books. I love to read. Um, right now I'm reading... Uh, I don't know the author's name right now. It's called Hench. It kind of takes the idea of kind of like uh, the boys or Venture Brothers. Okay. Oh, all right. You guys ever watched Venture Brothers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how, like, superheroes and supervillains are now, like, a business. And yeah. it follows this woman who, uh, she's a hench. And she gets hired out through like a temp agency. <laughs> and that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at in the story. And then like, Oh yeah. She's just this, uh, she's just this temp hench for a, uh, for a super villain. And then, um, uh, they, he's like, and the super villain walks up and goes like, all right, I need you, 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 and you. And I need this is, uh, I need this woman too. Cause I don't want to seem like I only hire men. So he does. He gives his whole his whole big. Uh, I've kidnapped the the mayor's son, and now you have to give me five million dollars. And here's my big uh, evil device that's gonna take over the world. And then the guy who so far is basically Homelander comes in and starts kicking ass and like fucking. And the girl like he he looks at the girl the the main character of the story and she's like wait wait I'm only a temp and he just fucking snaps her leg. <laughs> and walks away. Damn. What's this called? So, yeah, hench woman? It's just called hench. Oh, hench. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so that's about where I am in the book. It, it probably goes on more, but I get big. The guy's the he's basically Superman and Homelander, but I get big like Homelander vibes from him so far. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm reading right now. I read this one. It was called X Heroes, and it's basically superheroes versus zombies in the apocalypse, future apocalypse of zombies. Okay, <laughs> it was pretty good as far as superhero I, fiction goes. I love like I love these these stories of like because you brought it just clicked in my head. I love these stories of like adventurers that this is what they are like after the adventure. <laughs> yeah. Like, the big adventure already happened. They saved the world. Uh, there's this one really, really good one called Kings of the Wild, where it was a, a group of a group of guys, and, you know, they're, they're your typical fantasy hero uh, guys, and they saved the world, and now they're broken up, and now they have to try to save the world again, but they're all old and fat, and one of them who, who he was, when they were saving the world, he was promised to be a king, and now he's... A king, but his wife wants to kill him and keeps fucking other guys. Jesus. <laughs> I nice. Haven't, 
I haven't read a book in a very long time, but one of my favorite books that I read, um, I read a lot of the series, but this one sticks out of my mind. Uh, I believe it was called Castle Rubna. I don't know that it's, one. It's the Xanth. Uh, so it, it's fantasy. Basically, in this in this story, um, this kid, this boy is in love with this uh, ghost, Millie, um, and she's kind of like, drawn to this zombie kid and uh at, at any point he ends up um getting this potion to go back into the past through this tapestry um to basically save things um he ends up bringing a huge ass spider with him um <laughs> it, it, no it's just, it's a really good book it's a uh, i, I want to say it's called castle room huh. um nice <laughs> yeah I love reading books and stuff but I just I gotta find a series that I can really get into I highly recommend the Powder Mage trilogy Powder oh it's only three there was so there's, um, so there's three of them there's like a few short stories that are like prequels three main books and then another short story and three more that kind of take place like ten years after the first three mm-hmm so there's like, there's six big books in all, and probably about five or six short stories. Yeah. Okay. The Powder Age. I'll look into it. Powder Mage. 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 Yeah. M A G E. Um, okay. Have you ever read or heard of The Lies of Locke Lamore? Yes. That is, I fucking love that series. I. That's, that's one that I could one. get through without any issue. That shit was awesome. <laughs> Okay, so let me just follow up on mine real quick. It's the, uh, it's the uh, Xanth series. It's by uh, Pierce Anthony. Um, oh, okay. And it's Castle Rugna, um, 1979. Um, but he, it, it's, uh, it starts with a, a spell for Chameleon in 1977. So they're old books. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got quite. A, Piers Anthony's got all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. he's written tons of books. My favorite one of his, um, it's called On a Pale Horse. I don't yeah. know if you guys. No. Um, basically, I think what I've it is, heard of it. it's it's it takes place in the future, and this guy is about to kill himself because he's just all distraught and everything. And as the Grim Reaper comes to take his soul, he second he you know questions his decision so as the reaper comes in he freaks out turns the gun on the reaper and kills the grim reaper and has to take over as the grim reaper huh. so it's actually really good it's uh i don't remember what year it came out it's an old an older i was alive when it came out but i was a kid so um yeah that was that's probably his biggest book for me is Piers Anthony, and he's probably got hundreds of books that he's written. That one's great. What's it called? Huh? On a Pale Horse. And instead of driving a pale horse around and stuff, he's like driving around in like a Corvette or something, if I remember right. He's just like, he has to take over for death, so he puts on the cloak, and he's got this little uh, hourglass that he uses to control time to get different places and kill people and stuff like that, take their souls. It's pretty cool. Huh, okay. Yeah. Wow, we're getting deep in, in like 
this is almost real content here, guys. We gotta, know, we gotta right? do some, we gotta do it's some like dick and fart jokes. Yeah, <laughs> what the uh, fuck's uh, going on? Uh, dick and uh, fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes. Come on. Uh, v, your balls look like a huge beanbag chair. <laughs> okay. That's because I'm sitting on <laughs> <them>. <laughs> fucking, fucking Waldorf over here. Ha 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 ha. Oh. All right. Well, we. What about the comic book book club? We had the first uh, volume of Lock and Key. Did you guys read it? Mm, no. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was I was so busy this week. I completely forgot about it. V, did you read it? I read the first uh... <laughs> first issue of the first series. <laughs> I read the first page. <laughs> I looked at the cover. <laughs> oh, I, I, I did look at the cover. Oh, I I think it was like the first two I got through. Because um, the, the thing I picked up was uh, um, the first six. I got through the first couple. Mm -hmm. um, but once again, things just coming up. Um, the part that keeps popping out of my head is the uh, the chick uh, taking the axe to the dude's dome. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this I, I had never actually I've heard of it because it was uh, Stephen King's son that wrote it, and the TV show came out, and so I was interested and I wanted to read the books before I watched the TV show, and I actually have burned through the first six volumes and watched the TV show. Because I liked it that much. It's, so. No, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, unfortunately, this week just it, it was a very. Um, I started coming down with my bronchitis stuff again, and it, it, just a lot of things between work and a little bit of health stuff. It, like it was working and sleeping pretty much. Mm. Mm. Well, then, then I can't then, blame then, you. Then, then Valhalla came out, and like, yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like, well, you know, I'm supposed to be doing um, book club. Like, I, I, I should have already read it. Maybe I should take the time to read it since I have an extra day. Uh. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Zach when uh, Michael B. Jordan takes his shirt off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I liked what I started to read, and I'm going to continue reading it because I've also been interested in watching this show. Um, how does the show and the book compare? Uh, there's, you know, little differences. It's funny because they're, the episodes are like, I don't know, 45 minutes, right. and the first episode takes basically the first volume into one episode. So it covers a lot of ground in the first the first episode, and I read ahead so that I could watch the show and know what was going on. But they've got another uh, order in for another season of the show, and there I still got like I said I think I'm at five or six right now with the the books. So I like it. It's really good. There is little differences, which is always good because you don't know exactly what's happening before it happens. But it, it's different enough, like with the boys, it's still really close, but there's little differences that make it interesting to still want to watch. So. And the artwork on this book, it, it, I, 
I like it, but it kind of throws me off. It's very um, almost um, blocky, like um, almost like um, you know those uh, um, the WWE action figures, like those mini rubber guys that they just recently came out with that have like the uh, the blocked off. It's almost Funko style, but with more detail. Yeah, yeah. The the artwork is a little. Like, everyone's got a square jaw and square kind of bodies, and, you know, and they got really dark, sunken-in eyes, every one of them, but, yeah. It's almost like the, like the Hellboy artwork. Oh, Mike Mignola's work, I mean, it's yes. all the same, you know? it's He did a Witcher comic series. I don't know if you've and read it. It was it or awful. Something. Was it? Okay. I didn't, but, I didn't care for it. Yeah, I mean, you I can just, tell when he does Mike something. I'm Mignola's fan. Yeah. I met him at the... Portland Comic Con. He's actually a really nice dude. He signed my book and everything. I, but I don't, I don't doubt that at all. But like, I, I just like, I like the Hellboy movies. I didn't really care for the comics. Yeah, I tried to get and into then, the comics. I've read the first yeah, couple volumes, like, but I'm a hardcore Witcher fan. But those comics by him are fucking oof. Ooh, okay. Then I will not waste my time. All right. Well, well since there goes my pick for comic book book club. <laughs> I was gonna say, what is what's the comic book book club now? The um, Witcher series by Mike Mignola. Oh, <laughs> actually, actually, it was the Game of Thrones books. No, oh, Jesus. There's a comic. There's a comic series. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I, I, okay. All honesty, I wanted one that we. I know we were all gonna enjoy. That I'm not sure that we all have read. Um, I wanted to do. Uh, the Punisher Welcome Back Frank series. Okay. By Garth Ennis. Yes. Yes, the man himself. Back. See, I have read it, but I want to read it again, so I'm not, I got no opposition to this. (laughs) Punisher Welcome Back Frank. Yes. Good stuff. Garth Ennis. I love his shit. The one where he punches a, a polar bear. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense, sort of, in the yeah. series. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is where Punisher got... I mean, I liked Punisher before that. I was in elementary school. But yeah, it got so much better once Garth Ennis got a hold of it. So. Once, Yeah, like... Who, who doesn't like the Punisher? Well, I... I mean... It's almost funny because the Punisher's kind of grown with me. Like, he had kind of like, you know, no, nah, I'm not going to say childish, but he had more comic book style storylines when I was a kid. And yeah. as I grew, so, he grew. So and Garth Ennis kind of like brought him back down to earth with uh, Welcome Back, Frank, and then uh, uh, the Punisher Max series, which was kind of almost going to be my second choice, but I think Welcome Back, Frank's a good one. Yeah, that is a great one. I like that one. So I will reread it and then bring in my favorite points and all that good stuff for next week. All right. What? Anything else? We got anything else going? I know know B and I saw the new New Mutants movie. Did you see it yet? No. Okay, so we won't talk about it. I mean, if you want to talk about it, go for it because I'm probably not going to watch it. Oh. (laughs) I liked it. it Is it in the Marvel Universe? No, this is basically like the redheaded stepchild bastard son of the Fox X Men series. 
All right, you guys talk about it while I go pee then. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it was funny because I people have been shitting on this movie for a while. Just like, oh, this new New Mutants movie, is it ever going to get released? Is it going to go to Disney Plus? Is it blah, blah, blah. So evidently it was released to theaters, and it kind of tanked, and got released on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. So uh, I watched it, and... I don't know if it's because I went in with zero expectations, but I I liked it. I liked it yeah. a lot. Um, I liked it. It just there, there's a few things that it's like where in the timeline does it fit? Um, yeah. There, there's there's a few things that could have been explained a little more, um, but it was it was different. It, it was it was almost a very um, horror style superhero thriller you know yeah i mean i don't know i think a lot of people have these issues um like the the new mutants they're expecting like wolverine style stuff they're expecting um fights and and all these crazy mutant powers which this was a story there was a story to it you know yeah I think the casting was really good. All the characters, I mean, so characters that they have, if you guys don't know, Cannonball and um, Wolfsbane and Magic and Sunspot. And am I missing anybody? <laughs> I think that was the, I think that was it. Oh, and uh, Danny Moonstar. Moon, yeah, Moonstar. Moonstone? Moonstone. Yeah, sorry. But, I mean, that was the big new mutants cast and it was it was real subtle i mean there wasn't like some earth threatening thing that they had to take out or anything like that so it was like you said it was more like a horror movie where the protagonist had superpowers against the the things that were coming after him but yeah the casting was good story was good way more interesting yeah it's 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 like a low-key superhero movie it, it was crazy but as much bad publicity as it got i didn't give it any chance and i was actually surprised by it so yeah i it surprised me i was like i was expecting garbage because that's all i heard and i'm like okay so i sat down to watch it i'm just like you know whatever's whatever and i enjoyed it i paid attention it, it, it kept me interested yeah and it was Dark Phoenix was terrible. I oh, hated God. Dark yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, I, I turned around and watched that right afterwards, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like I, I could have gone without seeing this. Like I don't know why I just took the time to watch it. Yeah. So if anyone has been kind of on the fence about it, or if you just want to be left with a better feeling of the Marvel or the X Men Fox series, uh, this was a good one to go out on. I'm glad that it finally saw the light of day and they didn't just leave it in a vault somewhere because it was actually pretty decent. But don't go into it with any high expectations and just enjoy it. I liked it. So, there's your there's your fucking movie review. I give it uh, one thumb up. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Zach, if you get a chance, watch it. It's It's worth it. This is darkness. This is fucking movie review. <laughs> I watched these movies right after I banged his sister. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I give it. I give it two kneecaps. Two kneecaps. There. But yeah, other than that, there ain't shit else going on. 
in the world of geekdom that I can think of. You guys? Uh, that's about it. All the, the like we say every week, all the coronavirus shit. Everything's just fucking slow news and po- on uh, pop culture. Yeah, I mean, we'll see where things go, but you know, we'll we'll at least have a Mandalorian review for the next <laughs> eight well, weeks or so. <laughs> and I say next week we all come up with our favorite childhood cartoon and discuss it. Favorite childhood cartoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can as, do that. A, as a kid, what was your yeah your favorite? Uh, uh, unless like, we get, I have to get my bowl of cereal together and plop down in front of the fucking TV before get, it comes on. Oh, and then plus we'll have. I'm pretty sure we'll get a um, song guy question. And... That should just be a fucking segment of the show from now on. The sign guy <laughs> question. Sign question of the week. <laughs> it's like uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse where. Uh, Fucking, what's his face? Uh, Chombie? Um, Conky? No, he would show up the mailman. King of cartoons? Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Did you just have a stroke? A uh, uh, toast. <laughs> <laughs> Conky, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, it's, it's fine. But yeah, it's, he would uh, show Captain up. Captain K. Was, what the fuck was he? Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, there we go. This old thing ain't dried up and withered out yet, guys. Jesus. It's that CTE yeah, acting up. It should be uh, uh, questions with some guy. Speaking of, of childhood sexual awakenings, Miss Yvonne. Uh, I thought <laughs> V just went with it, too. Uh, you made the, sound, the same noise you did when uh, Michael B. Jordan with his shirt on. <laughs> uh. Uh. All right. Well... I guess that wraps it up for this week. If we get another question from Sign Guy, so this is basically us asking Sign Guy for another question. Hey, hey Sign Guy. Hey, anybody <laughs> listening to us, send us questions, and maybe you could have your own segment on the show. Shit, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, for Zach Winters. Yes. <laughs> for Big Vicious. <sighs> I am Darkness, and the asylum is closed.
Thank you.